Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This guy is basically now on my sleep schedule, which is rather disturbing on a lot of different levels. But listen, it's a crazy time. He's trying to figure out a time in which he can walk the dog and do so with some serenity. And he's one of my all-time favorites. He had a great NFL career with the Kansas City Chiefs, with the Minnesota Vikings. You guys know him from his days with the New York Jets. The long-time NFL Pro Bowl fullback, the great Tony Richardson, checks in here on the fan. Tony, my boy, how you doing, bro? What's happening? Hey, listen, man, I'm up wide awake uh, listening to you. And I definitely got to say thank you, brother, the last few days. You kept me sane in my right mind, been there listening to sports, been there listening to your takes, so uh, I'm happy to be on, my man. Listen, Tony, I'm happy to have you on, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make some light of the situation, and I guess let's start on a serious note. In all of your years, right, being an NFL athlete, now doing all these great things in the community, did you ever think we'd get to a point where basically sports is shut down, we're all shut down, and we're all trying to heal and come together as a community dealing with this sort of stuff? I mean, Tony, I know you're a very charitable guy, but this is one of those instances for even somebody like you who's seen it all. I mean, I don't think we're ever, in our years of being on this earth, going to see anything like this ever again. No, we're, yeah, we're definitely in uh, uncharted waters. It's uh, you know something that... You know, initially, like, when a few sports started getting canceled, and then obviously it was a domino effect. And even now, it's funny because, you know, we're technically only, what, maybe a weekend? And it just it seems like it's been months. And so it's, uh, it's uh, I guess it's a testament to sport and how sometimes sports allows you to take your mind off of things um, and what sports do to our, our community and our country and different things like that. So, you know, it's just been tough, man. I got my buddies watching old rerun tapes of 1994 Super Bowl champs, and I'm just like, dude, so we just – we're just trying to keep it together. All right, so what has been your activity of choice throughout quarantine? It's got to be something, right? Uh, you know, so I'm, a, I'm kind of a guy who likes to stay up late anyway and watch, like, movies. And so, like, I love watching Lifetime Movie Network. So I, my there schedule is just like okay. I, I, I catch the 8 and the 10, and well, 8 and 10, and then the 10 to the 12, and then it repeats itself. So I've uh, been doing that. Um, obviously, with free agency, I think that's been something that, you know, you can kind of talk about and, you know, been Skyping with my boys and, 
But the biggest thing is having a dog, um, you know, living in the busy streets of New York City. Um, you know, I kind of just kind of reverse my schedule. So that way I can get up a little later in the evening and get him outside and get him the exercise he needs and, and having to avoid, you know, contact with people. I can get out my, my back door. I can get down the stairs. I can get out the garage. I don't think I've seen a neighbor. I've, I've kind of, uh, kind of self quarantined myself since Thursday. I haven't seen one of my neighbors since Thursday, not one. So, uh, so I've been, you know, I've kind of just been locking it down anyway. So, um, you know, I, you know, I live pretty simple and pretty quiet. So, but me and my dog are just in here hanging out, man, watching TV and listening to uh, the great JJ. There you go, doing some uh, good old quality social distancing. What can I tell you? So, Tony, before we get to all this NFL craziness with the free agency, who is the guy for you wearing a different uniform that it, like threw you for the biggest loop? Like for me, I mentioned Jordan, Patrick Ewing, and I should have included Andy Pettit wearing a Houston Astros jersey. But is there one athlete that really stands out in your mind? You know, I think for me, uh, you know, obviously I, I look at uh, Jordan obviously was a big deal. But for me, I came to the Dallas Cowboys in 1994. And so, you know, walking the locker room, scared to death, free agent out of Auburn University. And Cowboys had just come off back-to-back Super Bowl. And I go into the meeting room, and the first guy that says hello to me is Emmitt Smith. So I was, and I'm in there, like, scared to death. I'm like, oh, my God, Emmitt Smith just said hello to me. And then so obviously he was my mentor when I left. Uh, when I, uh, he was my mentor while I was with the Cowboys and obviously went on to the Kansas City Chiefs. But when he left the Cowboys and put on that Arizona Cardinal uniform, I was like, no, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, everything that you've always known, everything you've always expected, because you think, like, for everything that Emmett meant to the community, everything he meant uh, to the Cowboys and, you know, three Super Bowls, the Russian champ, all those things, and then to see him in a different uniform, it, it crushed me, bro. It really, it really did. <laughs> I totally get that, and it is jarring. Looking at Emmett Smith in an Arizona Cardinals jersey, if you want to go back and have a good laugh, you can find a picture of that. I also saw a good one of Akeem Olajuwon wearing a Raptors jersey and Patrick Ewing wearing an Orlando Magic jersey. So if you want a good laugh, Tony, check that one out. Our buddy Funhouse put that one up. So I'm sure I, I got, you remember I, those days of Olajuwon, Ewing, Orlando, and Toronto, those riveting matchups, right? Yeah, I, I remember that, but I got one on our Twitter feed right now, and I never even thought about this. Is Joe Namath in a Rams uniform? I actually, I sent it to you. I looked at that. I'm like, whoa, what is this? I didn't even realize that Joe Money even went to the Rams. That's I guess I guess I was too young for that. But uh, four games wanna... and basically the body gave out. Enough was enough, and I, I think a lot of Jeff fans are glad that it basically gave out. So you don't have to worry about Joe Willie. Wearing a different uniform. We got the great Tony Richardson. He's up late with us. He's uh, social distancing, but he's taking care of his dog. And he's checking in on some NFL free agency stuff. All right, Tony. How shocked were you when you found out that Tom Brady was going to be leaving the New England Patriots? Yeah, I was, I was blown away. I know we had kind of talked about it offline, you and I. And, and, you know, I just think it's one of those things. Like, you think, like, you know, obviously I was very fortunate to play in Kansas City for 11 years. And I thought I was going to be able to retire, retire there and didn't quite work out. When you look at a guy like Tom, you know, six championships, uh, I mean, pretty obviously owns all the records, everything. And in the 20-year career, and you're at the tail end of your career, it's like, man, do you want to, you know, not necessarily, it's definitely not going to, I don't think it's going to tarnish his legacy, but I think there's something said to be able to start with one team and finish with one team. So for me as a, as a Jet uh, and as a football fan, I think it's, uh, it's different because, uh, you know, I've been shocked. Cause like for me, when I left Kansas City, I'm like, man, I had to find a new Starbucks. I had to find a new route to work. And so all those things are different, new teammates, a new locker. And it's like, you know, after being in one place for so long, and granted, he's, he was there for 20 years, it's a definitely an adjustment. It's going to be hard to see him in a, in a different uniform. But, you know, you wish him well, and I, I still think he'll have success because, 
he's Tom Brady, but uh, it's definitely going to be interesting uh, to see how he plays out there this year. Tony, call me crazy. I think this year he's got a better chance to be successful in Tampa Bay than New England. I know he doesn't have Bill Belichick coaching him. And I know the Patriots have won the division basically every single year, going all the way back to 2008 when you were wearing a Jet uniform and Chad Pennington at the rally and back when Brady, you know, blew out his knee and he did it for my Dolphins. But regardless, I see Mike Evans. I see Chris Godwin. I see O.G. (laughs) Howard and Cameron Braid. I mean, where are those weapons right now with the New England Patriots? I think he'll go into this year with a legitimate chance to go and make some noise because he's got weapons he can throw the football to. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And think about it. And they haven't even got to the draft yet. So you never know, you know, what what receiver or or maybe a running back. And, I mean, it's going to be pretty scary. And that's the thing about it. It's like – you know, everyone, you know, marvels at what they, what Brady's been able to accomplish. But, man, he's only had one Hall of Fame receiver, and that was Randy Moss. And you gave him Randy Moss, and guess what he did? He set the touchdown record. So it's like now he has uh, some legitimate weapons and uh, obviously a great offensive mind uh, head coach. And, you know, it's it's going to be pretty interesting just to see uh, see him now with all these weapons. And, he, and, it, and it, the thing that's kind of scary is I was telling a friend of mine, I think that, you know, now, because he knows the Patriot way. I mean, basically, he and Belichick, they created the Patriot way. So now what he's able to do is when he talks to the guys on Tampa's defense, like, yeah, we thought, we think about things like this. You know what I mean? He's, he's basically a coach. So now you're bringing not only just Tom Brady in that system, but you're bringing, like, Belichick in that system and be able to teach all those things that they talk about week in and week out and the, and the way the Patriots have been able to be so successful for so long. So uh, Tampa's going to be uh, – my brother lives in Tampa, and he's – He's upside down right now, so uh, the city's going to be on fire whenever we get get things back to normal. Oh, I believe it. I mean, I'd be making an investment in some Tampa Bay Buccaneers season tickets <laughs> and whatnot. People are actually going to want to buy them this time around. So, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> there's something to be said for that. All right, let's get to the Jets because you're around them a ton. And, and I'm curious, Tony, because everything I've heard about Joe Douglas is that he's a great football guy. He comes yep. highly regarded. Very respected. So, being around the team, have you had any interaction? What has been your take overall, and from what you've seen out of Joe Douglas? Yeah, we've had uh, we've had several uh, opportunities to kind of <clears throat> talk face to face, and he's just been. I mean, he's one. He's just down to earth. Uh, two, he's a tremendous mind. And the one thing I really love is that he is really embracing. Uh, you know, having former players come back because he understands. Like he's a football guy. It's not. He's not. A, he's a, a, a no nonsense guy, but he's a football mind. He, everything he's thinking about is the game. Like, how can we get better? How can we bring in, uh, you know, former players to be able to be mentors to some of the younger players? And so, I have nothing but faith in him. And you know, I talked to Harry Roseman. We did a charity event together and absolutely raved about Joe Douglas and how proud he was of him. Obviously, didn't want to lose him, but uh, yeah, I think um, you know everyone's going to be like, man, there's no big splashes and you know there's no big free agency moves. But I think just give him uh, some time. And I think, uh, I think Jeff Hans is going to be pretty pleased. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to have nothing but faith in him. I think that's fair, Tony. Look, I mean, we got to see how he orchestrates a draft. Um, exactly. And I'm okay with the idea, to be honest, that the Jets haven't gone crazy in free agency. Look, they've brought in two players who are going to help them on the offensive line. And I don't know about yep. you. That, to me, is by far and away their biggest need, their biggest weakness. they got to go and prioritize this line. And I think we're now at a point where I'm looking at that first round of the draft. Tony. I know they need a wide receiver, and I know Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb are there, but my goodness, you can get one of these tackles. I mean, I go back to a Jet team you played on. It was unpopular at the time, but think about how successful the Brickishaw Ferguson and Nick Mangle were 
taking them in the first round, they were part of teams that you were on that went to back-to-back AFC titles. If I'm the Jets, I'm taking a first-round lineman. Man, I can't even. Uh, it's it's amazing because you know those aren't those picks aren't aren't you quote unquote what they call sexy picks. But you know, having an opportunity to play with the Brickershaw Ferguson, play with Alan Fanica, play with Damian Woody, and then Nick Mangle, it's like you you can't you can't put a value on that because Sam Donald is a franchise quarterback. Arguably, to me, he's obviously the best quarterback now in uh, in uh, the AFC AFC East. And you know, whatever what the departures and this this some, some moves moving. But the thing about it is. If you don't protect him, none of that matters. So I think I'm with you. So I would say first and second round, if we have a second round draft choice, offensive line, you can get a wide receiver. I mean, they're not like falling out of trees, but you have the potential that you can sign Robbie Anderson. I'm still concerned that no one's tried to make a move or he hadn't signed back. That's been interesting because there's been a lot of movement. But hopefully they get that deal done. And um, But I'm with you 100% because I was at the Combine. Man, I saw some of these offensive linemen. I'm like, wow. I mean, <laughs> there's, uh, there's about three or four guys out there that uh, can really help the Jets and, uh, you know, to really solidify our offensive line. Legitimate difference makers. And I think this draft, Tony, being as deep as it is at wide receiver, I think it might be a good thing for the Jets in their pursuit of Robbie Anderson. Because I know Robbie Anderson was looking for crazy money. He clearly yep. hasn't gotten it yet because he's still sitting there waiting for a contract. Exactly. And I think teams around the league are saying, hold on a second, we could draft a guy in the second and the third round. We don't got to go crazy and break the bank in free agency. But is Robbie Anderson a guy you would want back on this Jet team? Yeah, I like Robbie. And I've had a chance to spend time with Robbie and – uh, you know, obviously early on in his career, he had you know, a couple of little mishaps and things like that. But he's matured. Uh, he's about ball. And he's a, he's a game player. He's a game player. I mean, the thing about it, you can't – I mean, he's, if he, uh, he's not the, the biggest guy, but you can't – I mean, it's speed. You can't, you, can't, you can't duplicate speed. And so uh, I'm definitely a guy – I mean, I don't know if you make him the highest paid receiver in the league, and I'm sure that's kind of where he wants to go. And obviously right now that market is starting to, starting to dry up. And hopefully they can come to a deal. But he's definitely a guy I think you definitely, you, you, we want to sign back. But you start looking at the draft. I mean, you get a guy like DJ Metcalf who went in the second round. And if you get a guy like that in the second round, maybe in the th- you get a guy in the third round, fourth round, you never know what kind of steal you can get. So uh, I know that there's a, this receiver core is, and I was at the, like I said, at the combine, I saw some of these receivers. It's, I mean, there's a lot of guys out there that uh, even in the second or third round, fourth round, can be uh, very beneficial to us. Listen, Tony, last year it was D.K. Metcalf, it was A.J. Brown, it was Debo Samuel, and they're saying that this wide receiver class is better than the one you had last year. So, yes, you can find guys without a doubt second, third, fourth round. i got to ask you about this on a much lighter note because I know you are a Kansas City Chief as well as a New York Jet, that that organization meant a lot to you. You played a lot of your career there going from 1995 to 2005. How cool was it? to see the Chiefs for the first time in 50 years hold up the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah, it, it, it's something special. And it actually, uh, I went to the uh, uh, AFC Championship game. Actually, I was very fortunate to travel with, uh, with the commissioner. So we left out uh, that Sunday morning, uh, flew into Kansas City, went to the game, and were able to see them present. And that's one thing as a Chiefs, like the only thing we ever wanted to do, even with the days of Derek Thomas and Neil Smith and James Hasty and Dale Carter, one thing we wanted to do was just be able to present Mr. Hunt with the trophy that bared his name, and they were able to accomplish that on that day. And I was at the Super Bowl, and to be able to see just, you know, to be able to see them to win that game for Kansas City, for the fans, for the organization. I mean, it was a long time coming. You look at all the great years that the Chiefs had. Some I was a part of, and obviously some I wasn't. But just I kind of felt like, I mean, obviously I couldn't have got out there and played. I got crushed. But I kind of felt like I was a part of uh, part of winning that game and a part of bringing that uh, that trophy to Kansas City. So. uh 
all my friends in Kansas City are just upside down. And, and man, the crazy thing about it is I think with Patrick Mahomes, they're only just, they're just getting started, man. It's just, they're going to be good for a long time. No, I'm jealous, Tony. I mean, when you got Patrick Mahomes throwing the football at you, you got Tyree Kill, you got Travis Kelsey, and they got the perfect partnership. I mean, if I'm the Jets, if I'm Miami, if I'm, you know, the Buffalo Bills, what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes can do, I think it's only just beginning. I mean, you look at the AFC, I think it's them, and it's Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. So, you know, all those years you guys are in Kansas City knocking at the door, trying to win, losing those brutal playoff games. I think we can forget about that now because the Chiefs are going to be yep. winning. I'll tell you this. They get home field advantage. They're going to make sure they forget get back to the Super Bowl a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. That's the thing. Arrowhead was uh, it's so special. And it's just one of the things. It still brings up memories of just like, you know, third down. And I see Derek Thomas, you know, getting ready to come off the ball. And all of a sudden, it's like, boom, ball out, scoop score, something like that. So, yeah, Arrowhead is a special place. And it's, uh, to me, probably the loudest stadium uh, maybe exception to Seattle's probably a lot of stadium and all of football, and that home field advantage is real. Because, uh, it makes a difference when you're on the road and you can't even hear the snap count. And by the time you do hear the snap count, you got a defense. You got Frank, uh, you got Frank the Tank in your face uh, with a smackdown. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how long they can keep this thing running. All right, Tony, before we get you out of here, new changes in the league. They're going to an extra game, it looks like, at some point. Yep. And you're going to see an extra playoff team. I'm not in love with the extra game, but I'm in love with the extra playoff team. I thought it might be watering down the product a little bit. But, man, you could have triple headers on Saturday and Sunday, a wild card weekend. I I get what the commission is doing. Listen, money talks, an extra TV package, extra playoff games for us to watch. I got no problem with the league adding an extra playoff team. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's a, that's a wild card weekend. And obviously, I was, well, you know, actually, yeah, I just played a couple of wild card weekends. But for me as a football fan now, there is nothing better than those two games. But now having three, I mean, dude, I'll be in front of that TV from the first game all the way to the last. Uh, that wild card weekend is going to be, it's going to be insane. But the scary part is like, if the wild card weekend would have existed this past week, I don't know if my Chiefs would have been able to overcome that because they would have played Pittsburgh in the first round. <laughs> they wouldn't have had to buy. So that's, that's going to make, that's going to make a lot of parity. And it's going to change a lot of things because now there won't be two teams with a buy. Only the best team in the AFC will have the buy. And then, you know, the rest of the teams will have to play. But, um, whoever that last guy standing is going to be a bad sucker because he's going he's to have to play and he's going to play some very tough teams. And so I think it's, uh, I think it's good for football. And that's one thing I love about football because, you know, we always say any, any given Sunday and, now with this new playoff system, it really will be any, any, any given Sunday because anyone can have an opportunity to, uh, you know, advance in the Super Bowl, you know, just depending on how your, uh, how your seed works out and, and how you play. Long-time Pro Bowl fullback, Tony Richardson, Kansas City Chiefs, Minnesota Vikings. Of course, you remember him from his days with the New York Jets. Tony, enjoy the rest of these, you know, trying times to the best of your ability. And listen, don't be a stranger. I know you're up, you're walking the dog. And you know, I'm out, I'm out. You're all, you know, opinionated. You got something you want to share. You know where to find us, all right? Hey, brother, thanks so much for having me on. Uh, keep up the good work. And- I'll definitely be listening in, and if I if I catch something that's controversial or something that a fan says, I'm calling in. So uh, that's what I'm talking about, Tony. Tony <laughs> Queens. We'll, we'll even change the name for you too. <laughs> All right, there you go, brother. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, the great Tony Richardson. Real good stuff there on the NFL. Getting nostalgic from his days with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's amazing how the Chiefs have gone full circle as a franchise. They were always a team that couldn't win the big one. With Marty Schottenheimer, even in the beginning with Andy Reid with Alex Smith. Now. They have Patrick Mahomes and all bets are off. 
Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.